I'm Steve, creator of the geocaching rock band, The Travel Loves, and you are listening to Geocaching Down Under with your host, Purple Cash Eater. G'day and welcome everybody. Welcome to the 11th episode of Season 3. I hope you are all doing really well out there. Thank you for joining me in the live show tonight and taking time out of your day to be entertained, hopefully. I'm Purple Kashida, your host, and I'm hoping you're all set for another fun evening. Tonight, I'll be chatting with James0116 from South Australia, and he's going to be talking to me about scouts and geocaching. So stick around for that chat there. Uh, Feel free to chat amongst yourselves as usual, uh, but do keep it PG. Uh, There are children present or the young at heart, you know, Uh, so please keep it respectful and no swearing. Uh, Put any questions you have in the chat room for James um, and I will try and get them displayed on the screen if I don't answer them in the show. That would be wonderful. Uh, We've also got another winner for the GDU calendar photo of the month, Uh, so don't miss that at the end of the show. We've also got some cool prizes. Um, I've only just found out about a few of them, so that's pretty exciting as well. Uh, big thanks to our Patreons and a special thanks to Laney and LK Consulting Group for the marketing, mentoring and the coaching program. Big thanks to John and I from geostuff.com.au uh, for their ongoing support with prices each month and uh, support there. Excellent. Okay. And big thanks to Mum who is covering some of the costs to bring the podcast to you. Uh, all good. Okay. So let's have a quick run around the chat room and we will see who's here tonight. And uh, let's have a little look-see here. Okay, who we got starting at the top here? Ozfox, all the way from Victoria, mate. I hope you're going well and staying out of the bad weather, hopefully. Darren Archer, uh, all the way from Queensland, thank you. And Sandy and Hev, Hev Walker is here. That's wonderful. Oh, you're down in Millicent tonight. Good job. And Thomas Tankage and Choo Choo, <laughs> he's here, he's joining us. And who else have we got here? We've got Kim Baker, we've got Susan G, we got the buggers in the house. Oh, dear. And uh, who else have we got? Houston, Texas, Dave, all the way from the USA. Nice and early for you, mate. Uh, I know we're now on... Um, on uh, daylight savings time, so maybe maybe it's a little bit later for you today. <laughs> Have a little sleep and maybe. Oh, nice, excellent. Alrighty, what else have we got here? We got Founded Podcast Made It Live. Yahoo! Patrick, all the way from Sweden. Thanks for joining us, mate. That's wicked cool. DTY. Yahoo! Hope they're all enjoying the Chinese and champagne tonight. Who else? Oh, Julie and Kitty Catch. That's awesome. Enjoying the champers and the and the Chinese food. Jealous, jealous. Greg and Jen joining us from WA. That's awesome. Any mules? G'day. Thanks for joining us. That's awesome. Excellent. Aquilus One is here. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Thanks for joining, love. That's awesome. Who else have we got here? Hey, hey, uh, Three Ferrets joining us on Facebook. That's a rare, rare treat. Thank you very much for joining us live, love. Andrew Bush. G'day, mate. All the way from New Zealand. That's awesome. Who else have we got here? We've got Pants People. G'day, g'day. Thanks for joining. Team Casho. 
Another one of my Patreons. That's wicked cool. Surefoot24 from Phillip Island. That's wicked. Oh, look who's here. It's Darkside Dead. <laughs> joining us live. That's wicked cool. Hey, Miss Joe from Victoria. Thanks for joining us. Oh, Snappy Tomcats is here. That's wicked. And Gay from the Northern Territory joining us from the Tweed Coast. Thanks for joining us live, love. That's great. Oh, Thomas, you're on the red wine. That's awesome, mate. That's good. Goes down well with the Chinese. <laughs> That's wicked cool. All right, so let's get on with the show. Once again, we've got a lot to do and not much time to do it in. So thank you all for joining live. Uh, that is so cool. Stick around and uh, you could be in the chance to win some prizes. But let's get on now. Let's get on to some news. There's not a lot, but uh, we'll get on to the news. So here we go. Hey, PCE, how's this for a location? Beautiful. You know what? This is my new backyard as well. Anyway, what have you got for us for news? Hmm. Hey, hey, welcome back. Alrighty, what do we got here for news? There it is. Okay, coming up next is the Whittlesea event in Victoria. That one is GC8EW40. Now, that one is on November 20, which is like two weeks away, two and a, two and a half weeks away. So if you haven't put your will attend in, do it now. You will not be sorry, I guarantee it. Geocaching Victoria put on a great event. So if you can make your way down to Whittlesea, you won't be sorry. Alrighty, following on from that, I've got the Rutherglen event in Rutherglen, funnily enough. <laughs> Who knew? Uh, that one will be held on the 6th to the 10th of April next year. So you've got a little bit of forewarning of that one. Uh, that one is GC9, oh, I can't even read my own writing here, GC9MH9M, lots of M's for that one. So once again, another event in Victoria. Um, if you've got any more events, chuck them in the chat room, chuck them in the chat room. Oh, John, no, unfortunately, I won't be making it to the Whittlesea event, I am sorry. Ah, dear, life gets in the way. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, cool. Oh, young old fella has joined us. Thanks for joining us, mate. That is cool. And Isopeter. Yes, Susan. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Love that. So cool. And then a little bit further ahead, I've got the Capital Geobash, which is in Canberra. That one's going to be held on the Easter long weekend of 2024. So plenty of time to plan for that one. I am definitely planning on being there for that one. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Oh dear. Alrighty. So um, that is it for the news that I've got. I know there was another event, but I didn't get it in. There you go. Joe, thank you for popping in. Okay. If you want more information for the Weddlesea Mega, two and a half weeks time, go to geocachingvictoria.com.au forward slash events forward slash Weddlesea forward slash. All of the details are there. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, let me have a quick look here. Oz Glory, thanks for joining us, love. Kim, um, I think you're after a code for the Rutherglen event. I, oh, the Geobash, sorry. Uh, not yet, not yet, but that will be coming soon, as soon as it gets published. Um, I'm sure someone in the chat can let me know when that might be. Cool, excellent. Oh, awesome. Patrick in Sweden, you're hosting an event next Sunday close to home. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Oh, cool. Thanks, John. There's also a one-day Omega on the 29th of 2024. My goodness, not next year, the year after. There you go. That's wonderful. Cool. 
All right. Well, if you've got any other major events, pop them in the chat for the others to have a little look-see. Uh, otherwise, let's quickly move on to the souvenirs. Souvenirs. Let me get a lovely picture here for you. So GC8 Neat is still going. That is running until December 31. So you've still got a month and a half uh, to get that one, all you need to do is show that you have improved an area by tidying it up. So a before and after picture, uh, planting trees, picking up rubbish, getting rid of graffiti, anything along those lines, and you can get a lovely souvenir there. Don't forget Signals Labyrinth is, is still going. That started in April this year, um, and I believe it's going until the end of the year. Oh, I think it's actually going into next year. I think it's 12 months on that, so April next year. Uh, all you need to do is find a geocache, find an adventure lab, find a mysterious bonus item um, to collect souvenirs. So you will get a meta souvenir if you earn all 12 souvenirs, and you can help Signal escape the maze which would be amazing. <laughs> uh, crack myself up. Okay, so what do we got? We've also got Cash In, Trash Out. Season 2 is still running. That is available from September, 30, September 1st through to November 30th. So you've still got half a month uh, to get that one. And then recently we had uh, where is it? International Earth Cash Day. Hopefully you all got your, your souvenir for that, but that one has passed. And then we've also got the Goodbye 2022 Hello New Year 2023. So that one, uh, that will be available from uh, December 25 through 31. So you've got you've got five or so days to get that one. So that's pretty cool. Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, okay. So I think, I think, I think, I think that should be all of the souvenirs. So let's get into the show and our guest is not far away. So let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, muggles and geocaches, a big g'day from USA. I'm coming to you from New Jersey and I do miss you all. Meanwhile, is that time of the month, the time for PCE and the Geocaching Down Under podcast. Yay, it sure is. It sure is that time of the month. Excellent, excellent. Well, as you know, I'm Purple Cash Eater and tonight I'm joined by a special guest, James0116, all the way from South Australia. Uh, I'll be talking to James about scouts and geocaching and geocaching in the scouts. <laughs> if you've got any questions, put them in the chat room. I will pop them on the screen and get James to answer them for you. Uh, so feel free to do that. And without further ado, I will bring James to you. Ta-da! Hi, James. You're on mute at the moment, mate. Just take yourself off. Hello, everyone. <laughs> awesome. How are you tonight? Good. I'm very good, thank you. That's good. That's good. Nice T-shirt weather where you are, I see. It is very nice. I went for a bike ride earlier <sighs> today. Uh, I nearly cooked myself, unfortunately. Oh, really? Oh, dear. It's one of those days. In the sun, yeah, I can see a bit of sunburn there on the face. <laughs> oh, well, at least you enjoyed yourself and got outside. Alrighty, so let's get started with a nice easy question for you. We'll ease you in, okay? Uh, so tell us, how did you get your geocaching name? How'd you come up with So years and years ago when I first made my account, um, I decided to put my name in and people wonder why the numbers are that way. So yeah. the numbers are that way because it's my birth month for January uh -huh. and the birthdays, my birthday is the 16th. Oh. So 
0116. Excellent. There you go. Based now in that order. It's really random. Now we know your geocaching name and your birthday. You're going to get all of these well wishes on the 16th of Jan. I can just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Nice and simple. I like that. So how long have you been geocaching for? So the account officially opened in 2015. I think I might have logged one or two around about that time. Yeah. Um, and then from there, stopped doing it for a bit. Then about late 2017, while I was at Timbertop, where I wasn't allowed to use a phone, I started finding geocaches again. All right. Um, and from 2018 onwards, I really got into it. Okay. Okay. All right. So been a while, but a little bit of a break in between. Uh, so how many uh, finds and how many hides do you have? Do you know at the moment? So I'm gonna I I can tell you this, but I'm going to I'm gonna cheat a little bit here. I have two thousand two hundred and forty-four finds currently, plus I think eleven that aren't logged. Okay. And I was planning to do it beforehand, but due to today, um, I got a little bit tired and I forgot <laughs> to log them at this point. Um, and hide wise, I got about twenty-eight ish. Oh, nice. um, not that includes events that have already passed mm-hmm. and adventure ups, of course. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, cool. Um, so what got you into geocaching in the first place? Well, funny you ask me this, PC, because the first introduction I ever had to geocaching was through Scouts. Oh, funny that. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Here we are. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Excellent. And you've been hooked ever since. Exactly. Oh, that's great. That's great. I just got uh, Houston, Texas Dave joining us on YouTube here. He says he traded path tags with you a few months ago. I probably did. Uh, I've traded with a lot of people with path tags. Oh, that's awesome. Hint hint for the end of the night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the secret prizes. Nice, nice. All right, well, let's get into uh, why you are here tonight. So uh, I've got you in to tell us about scouts and geocaching and obviously geocaching in the scouts. So um, we know your caching name, uh, but do you have a scout leader name? Unfortunately, I do not. That no. is a to come in the future thing. Uh, As I say, I've only been a leader for two years, and okay. you guys might be wondering why I'm wearing a red shirt instead of just a blue shirt, just as a heads up, I'm also a youth member. So I'm in that one really weird category, which yeah. means I can be youth and an adult all at once. <laughs> you get to choose whether you want to be the adult today or a child today. Love Basically, it. yeah. Love it. That's good. It's good to have options. <laughs> <laughs> Till I'm 26, I get those options. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. So, how, so when do you get a scout leader name? Do you have to wait a bit or? It's really up to the person. So... Cubs and Joeys, they used to be based on the Joey Scout program was around animals and helping other people. So people usually had Australian um, leader names. And the Cubs was based around the, the, um, the, um, around the Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. So people usually for their leader names would have like Car, Baloo, all that. Mm-hmm. As you get to Scouts and onwards, there's less and less actual specific linking to a program which means they can either have their own name, say if they've got a really complex name, mm. or they just like we usually a little bit more chill as the kids get older because they usually find out our names pretty quickly anyway. Uh, okay. yep. Where the younger ones they don't always find out their names as quickly. It's 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 sort of preference. Most most younger leaders will do the name thing for the fact that kids usually won't be able to say half the names. Okay. Where, 
there's a lot of the programs in that like koala kangaroo or roo or baloo they're all really simple to say names yeah. well okay well that makes sense a lot, yeah. of other, a lot of older kids can start to say your name pretty well okay cool all right we'll look forward to that <laughs> so where is your group located so my scout group is based at Hawthorne Scout Group in Hawthorne, South Australia. Mm-hmm. And my rover crew, my unit that I'm with, we are located at Kilkenny Scout Hill, Scout Hall near Kilkenny. Okay. Nice. Okay. So basically around near the city it is. So I'm uh, where I live currently is about five minutes from the city. But right. as a rover, we can be anywhere in the state and scouts in south australia we are one of the few states that still has a lone scout group okay. still in our state so uh, with us new south wales i'm not entirely sure about wa but look i know those two states our state and them have specifically a lone scout group right. dedicated to scouts that cannot either make it to a scout group on a night or are too far away to get to one Right. Okay. So that's the Lone Scout. Okay. Lone Scout groups. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, how many Scouts do you have in your section? So currently we have ten. One that's linking up as well, mm-hmm. and we're probably going to have about three or four more by the end of this term. It, it fluctuates. So, yeah. about two terms ago, we had only about three. Okay. And now we have ten. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to linking and reach and more people coming along and finding they like Scouts. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I guess you get people obviously leaving Scouts and then you obviously get new people joining Scouts. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, depends. So for Hawthorne currently only has a Joey Cup and Scout section. We don't have a venture group. And in South Australia, Rovers are not directly through groups. They are, we run under our own district, e.g. the Scouts, a Rover Scouts is South Australia district. Okay, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna need you to uh, to explain these different sections to me. So there's different sections for different age groups. Is that right? There are correct. Okay. So there's Joey's, which comes from five to seven, mm-hmm. and then you've got Cubs from eight to eleven. No, eight to ten. Sorry, um, <laughs> Scout. No, eight, eight to ten. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Scouts from eleven to fourteen. Ventures from. 15 to 17, with the exception of twelve um, year 12 students. They, they can go into their 18th year until they finished year 12. Right. And then you've got Rovers, me, from 18 to 26. So once you hit 26, you're out. Okay. Before that, you can still be part of it. Right, okay. So once you reach 26, you can no longer be a scout? You can no longer be a youth member. Gotcha. So okay. you can be a leader. We always need more leaders. Yeah. Every state will always ask, if, you, if you've got time and you like kids, come and volunteer your time. We really could use your hand. Okay. And you can volunteer you at any age? You know what, pun? You can volunteer at any age? Any age over the age of 18, you can be an adult leader. Okay. Any age in most states from about... This last year of your scout section, you can become a youth helper. Okay. Around about that. Before that, you're a bit too young. Yeah. Which is why you're meant to be there as a scout, <laughs> not <laughs> as a volunteer. Yeah, gotcha. But any age, we have we have leaders. Like we have a. I know a guy. Shout out if he's on here by chance, Michael Woodward. He's um adventure leader and a a hiking 
person that I know is in his 80s. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm not trying to be ageist, but the point being, you can be any age. Yeah. Okay. Now, a lot of the older guys usually don't come and help out at group level. They might only be a little bit less, a little bit more. But the point being, um, it can help. They can help out at big events such as jamborees or um, hopperies, ventures. What's... They might help out at help out maintaining campsites. They might be wardens for yeah. locations of our campsites instead of being the guys that would, instead of being the ones that would be running nights all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd be the ones that would fill in the gaps where we needed gaps filled yep. for bigger, big events. Excellent, excellent. So you mentioned the jamboree and uh, what was it, hopper, hoppery? You got cupperies, hopperies, hopper. jamborees. There's a lot of really weird names. So basically, jamboree is a big, big camp. It is that happens. Right. Was happening once every three years. Scouts yeah. Australia, I think, have just officially announced that they're going to do it once every four years, and that's going to be combined with ventures. Which is why I mentioned Venture. That used to be what was done. Mm-hmm. The last one that was going to happen was going to be in 2021, but COVID cancelled. Uh... So, unfortunately, that got cancelled on everyone. But um, with that, um, they're now going to be combined. And basically, that's a two weeks, usually at the start of January, mm-hmm. in a state. So, for the last January that went ahead before COVID, um, was here, funnily enough, in South Australia at Tail and Bend at the Bend Motorsport oh. Park. Okay. So that was the last official fully full every state plus international people come along. It, wow. Usually when a jamboree happens, yeah. you have your place you're in, usually it becomes the 10th or more or higher biggest population area in your state usually. Oh, wow. That's how, that's how big jamborees are. They're like... They're massive, really big. Uh, and uh, um, if you can bring up Suzanne's one, yep. As you, as Suzanne's here's mentioning, we're still having dust in tape from the tail and bend in the tent. Basically, <laughs> we we nicknamed that Dust City because oh. the fact being that the dust there was so bad that yeah. you, you. I have a photo. It's not really really available, but it's me caked in like sunscreen and brown orange dirt. <sighs> And oh. I, I am a mess. This was back when I was a venturer and yep. volunteering for that. But you can imagine me just covered <laughs> in brown sunscreen dirt oh, from two dear. weeks of working there yeah. and living in a little tiny tent where if you tried to peg a tent peg in, it would bend in half and oh. you had to have these massive rock drills because yeah. anyone that lives up in Taylor Bend will tell you it is like rock it's limestone <laughs> rock that cannot be broken we oh. broke dr- massive like big big drill pieces um with that were jackhammering it because of it <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah, yeah thanks for that uh Asabita. and uh also got uh, uh Lauren wilson on uh youtube she's saying hey, hi james nice to see you again i'm new to checking in online but cheers from the northern territory so that's lovely there we go. And Heather joining us, Heather Walker joining us on YouTube. She said, when my daughter attended the Elmore Jamboree, everything was covered in red dust and everything either went into the washing machine or into the bin. 
So that's what was going to be, funnily enough, the 2022 Jamboree until it got cancelled. So there was meant to be a Jamboree at the start of this year. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it got cancelled last year. So they usually, for us, every event I've had that since cancelled is usually cancelled about a year ahead, including what was going to be our alternative Jamboree here in South Australia called Jam X. That also got cancelled. Uh-huh. But the Victorian one still went ahead called Vic Jam. That was held at Elmore, and from what I was told, um, it wasn't so dusty because they um they decided to grow grass at the place <laughs> finally for once in the in the few years that they never grew mm. grass. So they decided to put some grass in, wow, and maintain the grass, oh. so it wouldn't become a dust city in the future Heaven. on the site because it was actually a public campground itself before that. Right. Okay. So I presume that the gatherings like the jamboree and the hoppery, they're different sizes of like attendees or different lengths of event. So jamborees are big because they include around the country and the world. Yep. Hoppery and cupperies are usually a bit smaller because usually they're only state-based. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people go to jamborees? Um, I can give you the number on the last jamboree. I can. Um, oh. From memory, it was over a million at least. Uh, Holy um, mackerel. So. Over a million yeah, people? Like, I was a, yeah, it, it, as I said, it was the um, and that's um, at the one time, is it? Yeah. Wow, that is a lot of people in a, <laughs> in a little space. I say it became the fifth biggest place in South Australia in wow. one day. Over ten thousand participants. Wow, that's just participants, and then there's also staff. Yeah, volunteers who jamborees have their own radio station. Right. Our own newspaper. Wow. We have our own fire station on site. We have our own police station yeah. on site. We have our own hospital on site. Yes. Watered down, but still hospital on site. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you'll find there's – it's big. It's yeah, big. Now, I can see. AJ 2019 wasn't exactly meant to be permanent, but if you were in New South Wales, like mm-hmm. PCE here, if you went to Cataract Scout Park – that is a permanently set up or nearly permanent yeah. set up jamboree site yes. where they have, which is their main camping area, which basically for them has all the facilities and equipment already put in place, except for removable things such as vehicles and that, that they'll bring in on the, for the thing for the time. Okay. So, as John's mentioned here, back in the 1967 one, there were that many p- people. As a 10,000 participants for this one that was gone by in 2019, wow. as I say, and we had we had people from Nepal, we had people from the US, we had people wow. from um, uh, a couple of other countries, wow. UK, yeah, Canada. As I say, AJ 2019, I wasn't actually a youth a participant there. I was a volunteer as a, a youth volunteer okay. for that, yeah. helping run out a place called The Queue, but... Yeah, they certainly sound like they need a lot of help with volunteers. That's a lot of people to organise. <laughs> I tell you now, we we always need more people. We never have enough leaders. Wow. If you're not a leader and you've got time and you'd like to become a leader, come and join us. <laughs> we always go. need more volunteers. Oh, always. It Even if like, like it. it, if you don't need, if a group doesn't need volunteers, you're crazy, <laughs> or. They, for some random reason, have way too many people already, which yeah. is a rarity. That's... If it's a rarity, 
ask them where they can help out in another way. So it yeah. might be for them. It might be saying, ask them if their state maybe needs more people in a certain activity that you can help out with. That's cool. There we go. We've got Candice B on um, YouTube. She said she did an international guide camp at Cataract in 1988 and we slept in old trains. It rained so much. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, she She's – when she mentions that, I remember that being uh, – remember sort of what you are saying there, Candice, with um, AJ2016, yep. Jamboree I went to as a youth member. Um, I'm not sure if anyone remembers – from New South Wales, at least, um, the torrential rains of January in 2016 in New South Wales. But um, 2016 was um, we I was in a tent at the bottom of a hill mm. with all my other youth mem- uh-huh. uh, other, other friends, <laughs> yeah, and we were soaked. We were soaking <laughs> wet. We uh, uh, we were in D602. Yeah, our name was D602. And unfortunately, we got the Silver Bucket Award for the wettest campsite. Oh, my goodness. That's an award you don't want to win. <laughs> no. And everyone knows about the Silver yeah. Bucket Award for that one. It's like oh, it's, a, it's, a known, it's a known award for the wettest campsite, which unfortunately for yeah. AJ 2019, we had the complete opposite. We had yeah. dust city dust. instead of the One extreme the to the other for you. Award. Dust city for the fact that if – you didn't come back with dust and yeah. everything <laughs> and still dust in it, you're crazy. <laughs> well, there you go. Isa Peter said she was at the top of the hill and she was still soaked, so don't feel too bad. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Also, and Isa we had Peter. to peel all the stuff up to make sure we weren't being soaked either afterwards oh, and that was even worse. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Anyway. I, I think you've got some more questions for me, don't you, PC? I do, I do. And I'll just quickly do a shout-out here. Ice Speed has put up, uh, every scout group also needs a committee. So that is not in uniform and supports the group in the background. So if you don't want to be in uniform, out the front, uh, they need help in the background. So you can do that also. Okay. We also need a lot of times help in the sense that because there's not enough leaders – if you've got, say, your kid in your group, or you need, they need some more help, but they don't, they somehow have way too many leaders. But there's a f- position called an adult helper, mm-hmm. and that's a non-uniformed position where you're going to help out. You've been checked for your police and working with children, yeah. whatever your state requires. But you can then help out with more activities. They, it covers their numbers. Sometimes, us for us, having too many leaders occasionally can support be like cooks spoiling the broth ah. where having our helpers is a different situation because they're not and this is on occasion where you know you're going to have mm. too many leaders in a group for a small group okay where in that case an adult helper can be a, a really large hand because say no parent or no other helper can is available for that weekend or week they can cover you can cover that to cover their their ratio requirements which is very crucial when it comes to the younger sections now until a few years ago, you had to have in a Joey section one adult per one child. Wow. Now, that has changed because no one ever covered that because yeah. um, we never have enough parents and enough leaders. So it's now gone up to one to five. But even then, it's nearly never can be covered half the time except for big events where they have enough leaders. So okay. having more even adult helpers yeah. to a degree, your we'll group has already got enough leaders. Mm. Can help out. 
Excellent. That's good. I've got uh, Sarah Jones here from Facebook. She said, Ballarat 92 rained for 10 days versus Sydney 96 where it rained only for three. 92 was a lot wetter than 2016 and she was at both. So there you go. Yeah, people it, who 16 was wet. It was more the fact that none of us could dry anything. But I do agree, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> I, I wasn't around in 92 and I wasn't around in 96, unfortunately, <laughs> because um, I wasn't born until 2002. So <laughs> I was not in existence. So I cannot quote uh, on that. I can quote on 16. I can quote on 19. Yeah. I can sort of quote on 22 due to being old enough to get on Facebook and that see every single photo. That's the it. Internet. That's it. Oh. But that's about it. That's all I can quote on, unfortunately. So you raise a good point there, actually. How old um, – I know you ran through the ages before, but how old uh, can a child be to join? So a child can join at any age from age five upwards for right. Joey's mm. um, and under 26 for Rover's. Okay. Like me. Right. Um, but otherwise, otherwise, it's just it depends on their age bracket. So as I say, you can join at any age from five upwards. Now, depending on your state, some states will say your five-year-old has to be in um, primary school already, I think, right. by that stage. Okay. Some are a bit different because it was only brought in a few years ago, the five. Now, it's publicly shown as five, but it's a bit of a – Bit Still of a grey. Okay, so sits. just check with your state as to what their regulations check are. Check your state and yeah. check your group. Some mm-hmm. groups will say no way because, right. again, leader ratio. Having, yeah. Leader ratio meaning if you have five-year-olds in a group, sometimes they'll say no just because unless they've got enough people to look after them, yeah, they won't do it. Yep. But from at least you're guaranteed from six and up, five is a bit um, R. Yes. Um, and as I say, the only major cutoff date for kids slash youth is when you turn 18, you normally have to go straight to Rovers mm-hmm. unless in this case, and this was brought in at least for South Australia, if not the rest of the country, until you turn, unless you are still 18 when you're in year 12. And once you finish year 12, you technically are meant to move up. Nice. Okay. Rose. Now, yep. there are some exceptions. Each state really has their own exceptions. Usually around about end of year events slash what was going to be benches now, jamborees. In the sense that since they ran in January, a lot of times the state will decide if they're going to be allowed to attend them based on the fact that they finished, but it's their last event. So for us, most venturers, their last event, because they finish year 12 mm. officially around October, start of November, and our big end of year super uh, year event for venturers is called Super Slash, which is usually on the first weekend of December. Mm-hmm. We usually, from memory, and don't quote me ever, um, we usually, if they're still, if they were in, turned 12, 18 during year 12 and they're still on ventures at that point if they want to stay on we usually let them stay on till that point and then if, at that point we would let them go up mm-hmm. or we'd say you need to move up yes goodbye. and or unless there's a another major event say soup a like jmx jamboree or something where it's them being a participant and since a lot of kids have either missed out on things, like the venturers originally were going to be coming to JMX as a partial participant because they missed out on venture, uh, they would be allowed for the fact that 
especially with COVID, we've had yeah. to make more exceptions than before we used to. Been a bit disruptive, but hasn't as it? I, it's more of a it's on a case by case basis. Oh, okay. Usually. We cool. don't we don't put everything in as this is yes, this is no. Is case by case determined by used to be the BC Ventures, but due to the new program, um, determined by one of our other leaders who looks after these type of things. Okay, cool. Not exactly sure who it is. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, tell me, have you introduced geocaching to your group? So, funnily enough, you say that. Well. I have. Yes. But not in the probably the way we all see geocaching as mm-hmm. a geocacher ourselves. I've introduced them to geocaching in my own sort of way, being putting out mini scout geocaches, not ones that are public. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking them around and getting them to go sort of find them without a phone usually, only for the okay. fact that um, a lot of our youth members, because I'm in the scout section, sometimes we're lucky we have some with phones and we'll get, we'll still use them, but not every youth, because especially yeah. since we have 11 to 14-year-olds, mm-hmm. most kids might, when they start out and scanning, because we've got a youngish group generally always for some reason, we never seem to have that many olders. Yeah. Um, they don't have phones. They're yes. using their parents' devices. And that makes it really hard to really show geocaching how we normally do it. Mm. And there, we don't, there are ge- GPSs in the state we can borrow, but it takes time to organise that. Yeah, Where using a bit of, say, map and compass with maybe print out Google Maps mm-hmm. is even something mm-hmm. you can do. So okay. I've introduced them by doing sort of things like that. I've had prizes. I had, cool. I was trying to organise one of those prizes I gave up to those youth members to use tonight, but unfortunately that prize I used has been discontinued by uh, the World Scouting Organisation. Okay. So I've had to improvise a little bit. So do you cash under like the section name or do you have, or do they have their own accounts? They do not have their own account. Mm-hmm. And minus the ones that the guy the youth members that came with me to runka camp which is a campsite up in the riverlands mm-hmm. they have actually not found any official geocaches ah, they have okay. found my own Your... containers okay gotcha. which can be of use mm-hmm. but it's also good to introduce the geocaching now unfortunately my area hint hint to any geocaches <laughs> in the state of south australia near me yeah. um, there are a lot of geocaches in the area most of them are traditionals that really could be found terribly easily for youngish people. Now, right. I'm planning to try and in the future hide one near there that's a bit of a gadget. Mm-hmm. But to try, some groups have got into geocaching and they have their own accounts. Um, I'm not sure if Maddie Cat's on this call, but he used to put some out for them. And there okay. are some leaders that are geocaches, but they're not big into that. The only one I know that's big with their scouts. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Ben M seventy. <laughs> dip dip dip. <laughs> Little scout hint here. Okay. Dip 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 dob dob dob. Okay. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah, so basically as Amy all said, it's the home of puzzles, which yes. for um for youth members it's a bit of a challenge because if you're trying to introduce them, it's a bit of a challenge. We've got to get them into the city or somewhere where it's a bit more let's say traditional friendly yes but as i say we can start we start that's how i do it i usually take them out show them what it is some of them love it some don't the clear clan as you say is another group there's sea scout 78 here in sa that also really gets you i don't know who he is but i know he takes he's 
based down at one of the Sea Scout groups down near Glenelg, a bit further north of that. Yes. In memory. But yeah, um, that's how I do it. So they don't have their own name. I've said if they want to do geocaching, yeah, um, under their parents' permission, because of course, per um, the international rules of online uses, basically, you know, yeah. always, you're not meant to have an account with anything nearly unless you're over 12 years old. Now, Scout starting at 11, that makes my challenge a little bit more challenging, yes. doesn't it? <laughs> so, and at that point, it's usually done under a parent's family group. Now, I know there's one group in our Hawthorne family that has group family that has joined up and made an account, and they logged a few with, with us when we found them up at Runka. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's... It's up. It's up to the person. So, I would love to do a, a group one. Yes, but we're not at that level yet for our section, at least. Ah, okay, excellent. All right, um, and I presume there's badges or uh, yeah, patches or something arts. that you can earn with scouts. There are badges in scouting. There are lots of badges, but not every badge can go towards geocaching. Mm-hmm. And since the new programs changed, it's changed a lot of things where it used to be in some ways easier and it's actually made some badges more easier to get with geocaching. Now, yes. uh, Cross C89, do you have a question? Because you put your hand up, but I have no clue what you're asking. <laughs> okay, Cross, you've got the floor. <laughs> Tell us what the question is. <laughs> we'll come back to you. <laughs> okay, coming or well, going back to it. Basically, there's... From what I um do know, there are two options. So it can be done as an SIA, as Suzanne is uh, beating me to the gun. Yeah. An SIA or special interest area. There are six areas of SIAs. Um, there's, and I'm going to cheat here again because I will not <laughs> be able to list this without doing this because I will sure enough muck it up because they are so annoying to remember all of these names. And of I'm going to be um so you have adventure and sport, which is probably the most likely you're going to be listed under. Arts and literature, creating a better world, environment, growth and development, and STEM and innovation. Mm-hmm. Now, the point of these project uh, of SIAs is it can be anything you want under those areas. So geocaching could be adventure and sport, but it could also be any of these others and it's based on your section, how right. they work. So say a Joey Scout, they only are going to do it for um so they're only gonna do it for like a few hours. Where for Rover, a SIA project has to be at least eighteen hours. At okay. least. Um the only other linkage to in scouting with um with geocaching, funnily enough, mm. is in scuba, funnily enough. Um I think it's stage seven or eight for OAS Aquatics under the scuba category. You must either hide or find an underwater geocache. Now, there are only, from memory, about five or six underwater scuba geocaches in the country. Right. Okay. And that's challenging. Here in SA that I'm aware of, there are one to two in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. one to two in Victoria, and there might be one in WA. Don't quote me. But they're the ones I know of. Yeah. I know there's two in SA, 
I know there's two to two to three ish between New South Wales and Victoria. They're based around ships. Okay. Yeah, uh, Suzanne, you might be correct on that as well. I am not sure. Only reason, only way I know about this is through. I think the attributes is the problem because the problem is is that some people don't list them as yeah. scuba ones and they call them something else. Meaning yep. it's a bit harder to find. But to my knowledge of ones that have at least been correctly attributed, there's only about five to six in the country here in Australia. Okay, that's challenging. Now the other thing with scouts badges, yeah, is that it used to be you had to do most badges while you were at scouts or to do only with scouts. Mm-hmm. It's changed a lot since our program review happened in 2019 and we changed over to a newer style program. Most badges can now be earned no matter what. So you can in some ways double dip with your schoolwork okay. and your scouting. Mm-hmm. There's a few exceptions, a few small badges that say you've got to do it in scouting. Right. They're Small, small things. But other than that, so say you did a project for geocaching mm-hmm. uh, for school yeah. and linked with scouting. If you present that to what we call our unit, your unit council and they approve it and you do it, mm-hmm. you can earn both your schoolwork where you get marks and you can earn your badge. Now, right. the other badges, you've got special interest areas. Yeah. You've got OAS or Outdoor Adventure Skills, which as I say, you, there's loose ties to OAS in a lot of ways because geocaching is not linked into them, but as probably many geocacher knows, you've got to hike to a lot of those geocaches yep. out in the wild. Yes. So you can, a lot of times you can link hiking to geocaching. You can link paddling to geocaching. There's not a direct link yep. to geocaching for nearly all of the OAS, except in scuba under aquatics, which seems really, really weird. Yes. And I don't know when they did a program review. I don't know why geocaching got added there because nearly no state has a geocaching linked under them. They usually have it linked under their bushwalking team. So we'd love to know who thought of that, but not my problem. Anyway, as most people as most people that are scouting that have mentioned in the comments, a lot of times it's done through SIA. Mm-hmm. It can also be done in your program nights. As I mentioned, I've taken kids out and done geocaching. If they want to do that and organize a night, it can be done as a um, participate, lead, or assist for your milestones. Yes. Other, um, if you could bring up Sarah Jones' post for a second. Um, the bottom. One so Sarah Jones has nicely enough done the research for me and not made me have to go through and find all these things. Nice. It's for all the hours for the special interest area time requirements. For so as jo- as it says here, Joey's is two hours. That includes planning. That does not just mean doing it. Yeah. Because in Scouts we have a thing called plan to review. We plan our activity, mm-hmm. we review our activity, uh, we do our activity, and we review it. And it's a cycle. It goes around and around in circles. Yes. So as you can see up here, so for a Joey Scout that probably can't keep their concentration for a while, two-hour geocaching activity may not be practical in a lot of ways. No, that's right. For Joey, sometimes it may not work. But for a Scout or even a Cub who's interested in it, there are plenty of ways that it can they can get involved with geocaching. Oh, good. Unofficially, there are badges, as everyone knows, fun badges. You can make your own badge. Yep. Be an activity. Encourage your state 
to run a geocaching activity. We, funnily enough, there is actually somewhere hidden the murky, dark, murky waters. There is a Scouts Australia geocaching team. Oh, really? Now, if any of them still exist, the people reach out to me because I would love to get in contact with you guys because I'd love to get it going again in the future. But yeah, so any it can be it can be run, and there's lots of things. There's as everyone knows, there's tree climbings. There are requirements that make geocaching a bit harder in scouting because, well, arc health and safety. Yeah. Um, we have cages up 10-meter trees that people are expected to climb up. We can't always ru- get kids to go in those trees because no. um, our policies say our insurance <laughs> won't cover it. That's we, it. We'll have to pay expensive, expensive insurance. Yeah. But we, we make it work. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now, climbing and all these other ones, they are, as I say, it can fit into nearly all of our OAS areas. Mm-hmm. So climbing, there are geocaches up in Morialto and up in um, Arapiles that I know about okay. that are climbing caches. Yep. You've got uh, the scuba ones. You've got bushwalking ones. You've got paddling ones. Yep. Nearly, and you've got, thank you, Amy Mules, for them as well. Um, you've got snow ones. You can go, go up into the mountains and find them. Cross-country yep. skiing. I've found two or three caches up going to the Bogong Rover Chalet up in the Bogong High, Pl- High Plains. There are two up there that I know of that are relatively snow easy access during okay. that time, during the um, during the year. Wow. Like the rest of most of the other ones up there are relatively not accessible during the winter, but you can find at least two of them I know of because I physically have found them. Okay. One Good. of them is a lot more effort than the other. <laughs> Note to players out there. One is harder than the other. Pick wisely. <laughs> Pick wisely or you're gonna do a lot of digging. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh awesome. All right. <laughs> yes. That is right, DTY. Um all right. Um well that's actually all the questions I had for you today, James. Did we cover everything you wanted to to let it let everyone know about in scouts and geocaching. Well, nearly. Yes. What I else have we got? One more thing I can I think I could cover quickly here that I think would be good to cover. Yeah. So scouts, we've been scout movement is one of the oldest movements in the world of youth. Mm. So we've been around for over a hundred years. So my group, for one, is the second oldest group in the state currently. Okay. We had our, we've only had one group before us have an anniversary before us. When I was a scout, funnily enough, when we had our anniversary, that's how old it is. Oh wow! Well, groups are currently having their hundred anniversary, all like on and off throughout the last few years. I've been seeing a lot of them pop up because it's been over a hundred years. Um, geocaching is only only around for twenty years. Doesn't mean we can't move along with the times yes. and find more exact activities. I say. Geocaching used to be really big with scouting. Now, I know it's fallen back behind. In fact, it, there was a whole big competition. If ever, anyone looks up geocaching, the, the great big geocaching competition 2013, there was a big geocaching competition with Scouts Australia. There were prizes to be bought and found, and there are containers yeah. that are specifically scout ones and path tags mm-hmm. and geocoins. Now, I know, of, personally, I only know of one container, and I I know they exist, but I cannot find any path tags. Right. But if you find them, treasure them, take a photo, share it with the world, because they're a rarity to find anything scouting relating to geocaching these days. 
wow. other than overseas. And the other thing with that, Scouts, Australia, Scouts in Australia is not the only country to have it. As I said, we've got our Swedish friends on our yes. channel here. They've mentioned Scouts over there. There are, funnily enough, um, funnily enough, there are geocaching badges for the UK, America. Get it out there. Yeah. Get it so get Australia. Let's get Australia getting geocaching guys. Um, geocaching is a big thing, but it's not shown enough. We don't show it to the world. Like, yeah. Let's get it out there. Absolutely. As a rover. I know of really one to two youth members that are big into geocaching. Azo, if you're out there, yell out, mate. <laughs> but other than that, there aren't that many that are big into it. Like, I'm yeah. probably, as I say to all the state, if you want SII as expert, you come talk to me because most of the other geocaching people don't really put their hand up to say, hey, let, I'll help them teach geocaching. Yeah, that's the right. Bushwalking team will do that a bit because, well, they're bushwalking. They mainly have GPSs already, but it's not the degree I will do it with. I will, I will happily organise. Um, <laughs> bring on the wheel of fortune. Okay, I, I think I've been hinted here. That I'm going way too long. <laughs> we are, okay. we are running off mention late, but that's all right. Do you want to bring up BTYs for a second? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm being hinted here that I'm talking way too long. So uh, at this point, I'm going to say, yeah. bring it on, everyone. <laughs> Encourage geocaching with scouting. And uh, if you're guides, yeah. do it too. I haven't brought up guides, but guides are a big thing with scouts as well. If there's a guide leader that wants to bring up geocaching at one point, bring it on. As I only brought up scouts because, unfortunately, I'm not a female, which means I did not have the opportunity to become a girl guide. That's probably a little bit challenging. But, as I say, it's times are changing and there That's are it. more opportunities. Come on, everyone. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, well, let's wrap this up there. I don't see any more questions coming through in the chat room and I've asked you everything that I had written down. So thank you very much, James, for answering all those questions. That was brilliant. Thank you. So stay You're with welcome. us and don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get on to the prizes for you now as well. So actually, we're not going to do prizes next. We're going to do photocop next, and then we'll get on to prizes. So please hold. Do you think I've got a chance, do you reckon? What for? Oh, how about the calendar photo of the month? <laughs> Let's see this month's winner. <laughs> Thank you, SMS. Alrighty, moving on to the photo competition of the month. So this one is for the October winner. Where are we? We're in November. So this is for the October winner. Let me just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Alrighty. So this is the winner here. Bada bing, bada boom. Hey. And, um, I can't even, I can't even find myself, but the crowd goes wild. There we go. All right. So this one has been, um, submitted from Greg, Greg and Jen Reed of Western Australia. This is the Umphiston sinkhole, which is GC1FZYO. 
not zero O. This is an earth cache in Mount Gambier, South Australia. It's a super popular tourist attraction in Mount Gambier, and there is a whole bunch of information on the Facebook post that you can read up about a bit of history. You probably know this. You might even know of this, not even because of geocaching. But, uh, yeah, if you get a chance, go and check out the earth cache there at Mount Gambier. So congratulations to Greg and Jen Reed, Western Australia. I know you're watching live, so congratulations. That's so awesome. Uh, thank you for submitting. You have won again. Oh, isn't that nice? Excellent. It's so you're wish list. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. On my wish list that one is. So put it on the wish it. list. Hopefully, do it in a month or two. I will. So that's good it. luck. Excellent, excellent. Well, you can see your picture in the 2024 GDU calendar because we've just ticked over, um, and you can see the next photo comp, which is on Facebook. It is looking like this. Ba ba ba. It is pinned to the top of the Facebook page. So head over to geocaching down under Facebook page, you can put your photo in the comments, um, give us uh, the title, um, the GC code, a bit of information, a bit of a story, um, and then you can jump on and you can vote for your favourite. Uh, so you can submit a photo, vote for a favourite. Uh, it has to be your photo or have permission from the photo owner. So that is the photo comp for this month. So very big congratulations to Greg and Jen. That is wicked cool. Oh, yes. Now, quick update for the podcast Travel Bug Race. Uh, if you are new to the show and haven't seen the previous few episodes, uh, Patrick from Found It Podcast, who is uh, joining me live, woohoo! Um, <laughs> that's right, grub friend, better late than never. Uh, so uh, Patrick from Founder Podcast released Travel Bug into the wild. Its mission was to get to me here in South Australia. I released one here in Australia with the mission to get to Patrick in Sweden. We let them go at roughly the same time and we have been monitoring the access. We finally had some movement on the Australian one. Thank you Woo-hoo! to Jem and Appleford and the whole of Victoria. I'm just going to thank you all because you're amazing uh, so that has moved from its first cash and now is in the hands of German Appleford he is going to the Whittlesea Mega be there grab the pop, grab the TB put it in or take it with you when you get on the plane to go overseas and let's get it to Sweden because I want to win um, and hopefully these hand signals are helping you I know they're helping me um, so that should get that one moving um so the Australian one, the GDU goes to Sweden. That has gone roughly, I think, about five, 600 kilometres now. A little bit hard to tell as it's with someone not in a cache. And the Founder Podcast one has gone just under 1,000 kilometres so far. So that is also in the hands of someone. So I believe that the uh, Founder Geocaching Podcast goes to Australia is still slightly in front. But fingers crossed, at the end of this month, someone will grab it at Whittlesea and take it further towards Sweden. Do we have a um, map of its last travels? Oh, you have to uh, just embarrass me. I haven't updated it, but basically there's mine. It's still in Victoria, and it's heading to the middle of Victoria where Whittlesea is. (laughs) And the uh, Founded Geocaching Podcast Goes to Australia is still in Sweden somewhere, uh, but I haven't actually checked today. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're swiftly moving on uh, from the things that I haven't managed to get done and let's get to the prizes for the month because I know that's what everyone's hanging around for. So here we go. Let's get started. Oh, say can you see... 
PCE, I heard that geostuff.com.au, that's right, geostuff.com.au is your main sponsor. How cool are they? Thank you so much to John and Di from geostuff.com.au. I heard you got some prizes this month. Hmm, let's get to the prizes. Oh, yes, we do have some prizes. That is so cool. Alrighty, let's get started. Um, I had a little bit of notice for this one, so I have managed to make a pretty little picture. So, prize number one. Now, there are five packs of these torches going out generously donated by geostuff.com.au. So, in the pack is the UV torch, the one on the left, the LED torch on the right. So you get both. You get an LED torch, you get a UV torch, and five people will be getting this this treat, this prize. So five people. Alrighty. So um, let's just get to the prizes. I know, right, Daniel, it is a really nice prize. And will come in hand, very handy, very handy indeed. Oh, dear. The torches are really good, they are, guys. They're really good. As a person that's seen them in use, they are really good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, there you go. You've now got um, you've got a um, you've got someone who can verify the quality of them. There you go. That's right. <laughs> there you go. They do look great. Excellent. So, uh, what we are going to do uh, to draw these is we're going to do the famous wheel of names because everyone loves that one uh that way if you win uh you will be eliminated and uh you can't win another one as well five four three two one go Woo, and we're off all righty all righty all righty who is winning look at that crusty 89 that's fantastic Congratulations, Crusty89. Your name has gone on the list. So, getting rid of you. Next one. Let's go again in three, two, one. Next winner, please. Wheel of Names. The excitement is palpable. Who's it going to be? <gasps> Pants people or Kitty Catch? I think it's going to be Kitty Catch. Oh, it's Kitty Catch. Congratulations. Look at that. That's awesome. Kitty Catch, you have won. A wonderful prize pack of torches. That should get you out of the dark. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and we're going to go another one. Your name has been removed from the list, so you cannot win again. And the next winner is... Do, 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 do. Is it young old fella or is it Greg and Jen? Oh, who's it going to be? It's young old fella. Wahey. Joining us from Queensland. That's Awesome. Excellent. Congratulations, young old fella. You have won an LED torch and a UV torch. Congratulations. Oh, dear. All righty. Let's go one more time. Winning another pack. Do, do, do. Who's it going to be? Who we got here? Gay Blanning. Oh, Gay Blanning. That's awesome. Excellent. Congratulations, Gay. You've won a UV torch. And a LED torch for your collection. That's fantastic. Excellent. Alrighty. So one more to go. Number five in three, two, one. Who's it going to be? Who is it going to be on the GDU Wheel of Names? 
We've got Oz Fox, or is it DTY, or is it Ham Walker? Who's going to be? Is it going to stop on DTY? Oh, it's DTY. Oh, there you go. See? Chinese and wine has paid off tonight. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, congratulations to those winners. Krusty89, Kitty Cat, Young Old Fella, Gabe Lanning, and DTY. You have won the awesome prize pack on behalf of GDU. Of GDU. Of, uh, you're on GDU. From geostuff.com.au, you've won the UV torch and the LED torch pack. You get both packs, both torches in your pack. Congratulations. All righty, James, you're up. You are up. So I'm up. tell us what. I'm going to ask for the first one. Can you do a random pick one first? Because yep. I'm still preparing my little backstory here. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, actually, what I'll get you to do is I'll get you to talk us through the prize pack. So, okay. So up for grabs, there are two prizes. Two. I say two. You guys up for grabs are... A set of all of my path tags that are scouting. Sorry, guys, and I say that want my ice cream tags. You can't get my ice cream tags. <laughs> You'll get one of each of these ones that PC is flashing up on the screen currently. You'll also get yourself a nice little scouts patch. Now, not official scouts. I might include that. That might be a little, little extra. We'll see. It'll be up to me. But at that point... And then there'll be a little box that if you've got the picture for that PCE, do you have the little I've got the box? scout patch. So that is the scout patch there. And then the box. Ground speak and the hide a case small kit. Thank you to John and Died that helped me out with these, um, organising these literally this morning. <laughs> uh, so, uh, like PCE, I've also been a bit behind the eight ball. <laughs> At least here in SA, I can just drive up and say, hey, can you help me? <laughs> For yeah. a cool PC, she has to make a phone call or an email. <laughs> well, anyway, so the two is two prizes. One of them is going to be a question one. Mm-hmm. So to win that one, you have to answer the correct question first. And the second one is going to be random. But I am going to say the Wheel of Names is not included in this random. Oh. It has to be another random. Let's see. Let's have something a little bit more scouting thing. Okay. Random. Something something random, something that anyone can go look up and whatever seems the best to either PC or myself is picked. Excellent. Something random, something <laughs> random, but anything. But we'll start off, we're going to start off with um, the random one because, as I say, I'm still pre-preparing my um, little spiel, uh, e.g. I've got to try and blank out the answer so you guys yeah. don't see it <laughs> on my spiel. <laughs> So if you want to, so everyone, we're going to set up a minute timer and you're going to put on, everyone go look up a random fact about scouting. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sorry to everyone that isn't a scouting person. You're going to have to do a bit of research. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. This is part of the show. That's it. But you've got one minute starting when PCA says go. Okay. You ask the question and then I will start the timer. So the question to you guys is, what random fact can you f- tell me about scouting that you love? All righty, and your one minute. This is how it's random. Something <laughs> that we just watch and see what comes in. Exactly. If I like it. Or if I don't like it, I like it. Your one minute it. starts now. All righty, so 
listen to the dulcet tunes of the GDU theme, which goes for about a minute. Alrighty, pop your answers in. I love a tank engine. Love a tank engine for the random one. They wear green. Unfortunately, we don't all wear green anymore. (laughs) It's only the scout section that does. Indonesia has the highest number of scouts. That's pretty. I have to double check that. <laughs> Baden Powell's nephew. Oh, God. We had a jumble at once. Uh-oh. <laughs> go through it. Um, Albany has uh, a great Baden scout Baden nephew was a bad scout. Scouting was found the 1st of August, 1907. My goodness. Woggles yes, are that cool. is correct. Oh, the old Good job. Woggles are cool. Dib, 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 dob, dob, dob. Of course we have that one. Uh, Hazelbrook Scout Group turned 100 this year. Congratulations, Hazelbrook Scout Group. You can be a member of the Alpine Rover Crew from Glen. I can be, but I cannot be because <laughs> I haven't got a, that high up. All righty, stop your answers and now. The time is up. The time is up. Right. Okay. Out of this lot, hmm, let's see, who is our winner? Okay, J. Edgar Hoover used to be Scouts. Fingerprinting database, there you go. That's... Um, I knew about one of these, but I'm going to, I'm going to pick, <laughs> hmm, I've got to pick a good one here. Ozfox, I think congratulations. Ozfox, I'm not sure if you're scouting. I'm not sure if you're a scouting one? person or knew this, but I knew about that, and I wasn't expecting many people to tell me about this one. I wasn't expecting people to go that far into research for the fact that we had there's more than one scout. Which good job, there is more than one scout. You're looking at one now, and there's more than. I this wonder group. if that's true. But yes. <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Ozfox. Ozfox uh, in for the win. Yeah, he, okay. he will be thrilled with that prize. He loves partangs. He loves them, so he will now, love that. I wonder if that's true, Joe. <laughs> now, I'm going to try and see if this will work for a second. Give me one sec, PC. Okay, you do that. Be prepared. Uh, be prepared. Let's see if this works. Uh, PCE. Yes. Pictures. Pictures. I'm going to try. Hang on, i got to it. Share screen. We're going to share screen to make this work. I feel like this is when it all goes horribly wrong. (laughs) This is where it does go horribly wrong. Oh, Oh, perfect. I can get the picture up exactly how I want it. Even better. Like so. So you guys can see in front of you currently, I'm pretty sure, this nice, uh, oh, let's see. How do I get this? There we go. (laughs) Anyway, thank you. You can currently see here our scout logo for our scout group. Mine's a little bit that's in blue. That little bit in blue was the year that Hawthorne Scout Group was founded in South Australia. This is not Hawthorne Scout in Victoria. Do not get confused. Do not get confused with Victoria. We are South Australia. <laughs> Your challenge is when I say go and PCE clicks the button mm. to start watching for the old guru, yep. we're going to have it go and whoever can give me... Whoever can give me the answer without putting it up yet will be great. So we're going to not include the person that's put up the answer yet. You no, might, you, no. You've you, you left the competition. No, you, no James, you were too slow. You were too slow. I'm guessing that it's already been guessed. Okay. <laughs> For the two people that have found it, congratulations. <laughs> but who can find it? 
1914 was when we opened. Congratulations, Heidi. Heidi, congratulations. You were the quickest person. Too quick for me to even let everyone else have a go Uh, because I was giving a little mini spiel on the prize. Heidi, you were on it. Congratulations, Heidi. That's awesome. Rapidly wild. (laughs) Oh, you're on fire today, Rapidly Wild. All right, you're getting Heather, you, I think, have found the other scout group in South Australia, Heather. Um. (laughs) There is one other scalker I told you about that was older than us. Heppa, you might have found that. I'm not sure what group it is, but if you know what group it is, can you blurt it out? <laughs> um. Anyway, so on our centenary in 2014, when I was a scout, we hit a put out in the middle of our lawn, in the middle of our outdoor flag, we put out a time catch-all to be opened oh. in 100 years. So. If anyone's somehow still around in, 20, in 2014, being probably a young person like me, wants to come to Hawthorne Scout Group and see the 100-year-old time capsule get pulled up that I put stuff in, let me know. <laughs> there you go, people. If you want to see the, uh, the uh, what is it? Time capsule. The time 100-year-old ca- time capsule from when I put stuff in myself when I was a scout. Oh, my God. One goodness. of my scouting things I don't is think in there. anyone's going to be there for that, honestly. <laughs> I'm going to forget what I did yesterday, let alone remember that one. All right, well, <laughs> let, let's move on from that. So, big congratulations to all the winners tonight. Um, if you could get in contact with me, Krusty89 and Gay Blenning. Um, as I do not have your address, I will get uh, your address from you. So if you want to just send me a message through Facebook or Messenger, that would be great. Um, and then I can pass on the details and get those prizes out to you. So congratulations to everyone. And uh, let's move on now. So um, if you enjoyed tonight's show, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell in the Uh, YouTube or Facebook and so you don't miss out Uh, you'll get a reminder each month as the show is coming on Uh, don't forget if you've got a funny story or questions or you want to join me on the podcast let me know at geocaching down under at gmail.com that's it there you can send me an email um, or you can just reach out on Facebook uh, or Instagram or Twitter, any of those, you can reach out and say hi. That'd be fabulous. Let me know. Um, I want to thank our sponsors. So massive thank you to uh, Lainey Kelly and LK Consulting Group, geostuff.com.au, and thanks to Mum also for helping out uh, with the monthly thing. Um, and on to the Patreons. So thanks to the Patreons, and let's get on to the Patreon shout-out. Just before you leave, PC, I've got to say this to all those out there listening. A big thank you so much for continuation of your support for the Geocaching Down Under podcast. I think Purple Cash Eater, or as I call her, PCE, is doing an absolutely fantastic job. Now, if you think she's doing a very fantastic job as well, and as you should, then maybe you can skip one coffee a month and have a look at Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash geocaching down under. If it's not that, then she'll put the link there somewhere. So make sure you go to Patreon at like $3 a month, less than a cup of coffee, and you can help support this particular good old down under Australian podcast. I know I'm a Patreon. <laughs>
That's it. Thank you, SMS. Alrighty. So, uh, you can support the podcast by donating. You can donate a little. We've got three levels there. So, for a little as $3 a month, you can uh, support us there. Um, I've just got a request here. Just please hold. Do, do, do. There we go. Alrighty then. The 6th of Feb 1911 was when the first Hawthorne Company was founded in Victoria. What were you going to say about that one, James? So Heather brought up that number before. So unfortunately, Heather, you found the Victorian one. Now to the Heather and to that person there that has just commented, congratulations. You found Victoria's <laughs> one. Um, not South Australia, but <laughs> good job. If Close. you also want to reach out to PCE after this with any info that you and I might be able to share you something. Oh, slightly, something nice. So, what are they got to do? Just contact you, and I'll get try and get in contact with them. Okay, no worries. Excellent. Little mini bonus for finding out some extra information that I didn't even know about. Well, there you go. Hey, excellent. That's awesome. All righty then. So, moving on. Uh, where was I? I was in the middle of my Patreons. Oh, my God. All right, quick shout-out, Patreons. Righty, Patreons are See My Shell, Kitty Catch, Kingfisher AU, Snappy Tomcats, Julie, Darren Archer, Captain Riverman, DTY73, Wollaston, Banj5150, Houston, Texas, Dave, joining us nice and early, founded podcast from Sweden, uh, Team Casho, Hev Walker, James sitting there in the hot seat, Darkside Dan, Darkside Dan, that's awesome, nice one, Darkside Dan. Uh, we've also got uh, Scramping. She is here live, joining us live. Yee-hoo. Mighty Minions, Lee737. We've also got Geo Joe. Geo Joe, she's in the house too, which is super cool. Tattooed Squared, he might be at work, unfortunately. Contestant Gliss is here with us. Allied Oz, Arnett Family, Cosmonaut97. Isopina is joining us live. Thanks for all the help tonight, love. Oz Glory joining us live. Pilot Jen might catch us on the um, playback. Roddy C, hopefully he's feeling better. Young old fella, congratulations on the win. And Tank Engine, thanks for joining us live. Whew. Almost getting too many. Like that name. list keeps getting longer and longer. <laughs> I know, isn't it awesome? That's so I can keep bringing you all this awesome, entertaining stuff. <laughs> I agree. Oh, yeah. Excellent. All righty. Well, that is big thanks to all of the Patreons. Uh, and thank you so much for everyone for being here live. Big thank you if you're watching the replay or if you're listening to it on your favorite podcast app later. You can watch the replay on YouTube or Facebook. Thanks to my sponsors. Thanks to the Patreons. And thanks to you, Precious Earthling, for tuning in every month and making the show an adventure and so much fun. And James, big thank you to you for joining me live tonight, mate. Thank you. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show. It was a honour and a pleasure to actually get Scouts and Geocaching back up and running. We, oh. we don't get enough talk in Geocaching to anyone else other than ourselves, I well, feel, half the time. So getting it out there. Um, small little hint, I think, as well. I'm not sure if the Whittlesea people can clarify this for me, but I think we're helping out with them with the um, with the for the Scouts over in Whittlesea with their project oh. for with the um Saito, funnily enough. So heads up, help nice. out, come to the Wilsey event. You may see, may or may not see some scouts there. I'm not sure, but you'll be helping out scouting in another way with their projects. Oh, that's excellent. Oh, that's so good to hear. All right. Well, 
We've got to go because time is escaping us and I've got a date with a telescope and a blood moon because tonight's the blood moon, total, total lunar eclipse, and that's where the sun and the moon and earth align and we get to see a blood moon. So get outside tonight, you know, all of us geeks here, we got our telescopes, um, and go and have a look at the lunar eclipse. It's going to be awesome. So hope you all have a great night and um, I will see you on the 13th of December. I'm PCE from GDU and it's been fun. And remember, to get lost, to get found with GDU. See ya.